Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everyone. This is Eden and Kim from Talk, Purpose, and Truth. Hello. Hello. And we have an episode with just the two of us today. It's been a while. We got some yeah. requests. Yes. So we're, we have a fun topic. Well, not really fun. It's kind of hard to, ta- Intriguing. To, to hear. But yeah. So we're going to be talking about the signs of a toxic relationship in friendships. Or friendship. Either way, relationships or friendships. Well, yeah, it could be any kind of relationship. because it might be romantic or love, or maybe it's not so romantic. Uh Uh, But I'm going to talk about the product of the week real quick. Um, So our product of the week is for, since it is 2020, um, it is a flower essence by Doris Muna, a medical intuitive and gifted healer and author. And her website is DorotheaEssences.com. And the flower essence of the week is Prosperity, How to Create Prosperity. Prosperity. So it helps eliminate lack mentality, money blocks, lack of luck, negative feelings about deserving more, and helps remove blocks that can accelerate the healing process and open the door to prosperity. And these are not essential oils. These are actual flower essences that work on a soul level with healing and moving forward. So she's very gifted for years on doing this. And so check out DorotheaEssences.com. Cool. Yeah. So Eden and I were talking about... Um, I I just see it over and over again with with friends, clients, loved ones. Um, People let in too much or too many toxic relationships or friendships in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so many side effects and emotional effects and, and detrimental effects can occur. And I it made me think of an example um Uh, In the past, I had someone that I was very good friends with and they just, you know, it's crazy because somebody could literally be 80% amazing, but there could be that weird 20% where they're like, have these qualities of maybe being jealous or Mm, manipulative or negative or something where that 20% just weighs on you and drains you. And you, you're, you're, we're going to talk about signs of this, but basically this person was like that in my life. And I ended up finally figuring out I have to let that person go. Mm -hmm. And later on pretty quickly it's funny because I, I I had been friends with that person for quite a while and out of respect I'm not mentioning names um but because I still do respect her but what happened was I I, I grieved the relationship still because it still was sad because I still cared mm-hmm. and you can still definitely love and care about the person but you know that there's some toxic things that are affecting you and it's selfish because then it's affecting your life and the people around you and that's what you have to be careful of so the beautiful thing that I found was that after it about a month had passed literally in the next few months I attracted so many new opportunities and people in my life it was oh. like I had this magic opening like yeah. like this magic portal like like opened and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all these new people and new opportunities in my life really like changed and shifted. So what yeah. I realized is that person was blocking a lot of it right. because of the low energy. You made space right. for it. Right. Wow. Okay. So, and then after you realize that, 
How are you now with your relationships if that happens again? Oh, God, I'm so, you know, I it's been years now. So I I actually have a very strict gauge where I say with people and projects and opportunities, just anything, I'll say, where, you know, where I'm going or anything, I'll say, does, does this person make me feel alive? Do they feel aligned with me? What percent do I want to spend time with them? Is it 100? I mm-hmm. hope. Because why? If, if not, why not? Why am I doing it? Mm. And then I'll even say, do I miss them if they're not here? Like, do I actually miss them? Do I have a craving or a want to see them? And I gauge it on all those things because we only have limited time here. And I have so many passionate things I want to do. And I have my family. And I have like so many great things I love. So I can't afford to be around someone that I don't feel 100% about. Yeah, but I think it took a while oh, yeah. for you to learn that, just like me. Huge learning. Yeah. yeah. I think... You know, Former people the, pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've had many relationships like that too. Oh, it took and, forever to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because you want to you wanna save the relationship because you like the person. Right. Um, but yeah, I understand. I've had, I think, experiences, I think over time, I... Um, I ended up having adrenal fatigue and I kind of equate that to me just putting so much energy into relationships and giving, giving Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a strain. Yeah. Yeah. And it just burned me out Mm -hmm. on the inside. So it was my body telling me, you know, something has to change. Do you think it could have been also a mixture of taking in energies around you of those people Mm. or that person? Yeah, it's a good question. I think Interesting. I think so. Yeah. And we're, we're doing better, both of us, with being able to protect our energy, but find a way to stay and keep our friendships, you know, relationships. But, you know, sometimes they, they do. I think it's like an energy sucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm. true. Energy, life giving. You said earlier, life giving versus energy sucking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a good question to ask also, like with your line of questions that you ask yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to ask that. Is this mm. relationship life giving or is it energy sucking? So it's it's basically, do you feel excited, invigorated, um, enthusiastic? Do you feel happy? Um, like even with you, like, okay, if I go see Eden, like we genuinely are very close. Like as hopefully you guys can tell it's not fake. <laughs> it's authentic. It's, it's scripted. But I, I don't ever feel like it's work to do this show or mm-hmm. to do anything we're doing. It feels life-giving. It feels like it uh-huh. feels amplified in a really good way. Yes. And like we could tell each calling. other. Yeah. And we could be honest too, mm-hmm. because there we have a bad day or we don't agree on something I think we have that kind of connection where we can just be honest about it yeah and it's like if I like 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 if I'm being annoying or if I think she sounded harsh we'll just tell each other yeah that happened that happened the other day yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep but that's that's being truth in your truth yeah yeah so I think um part of it was I think for me that I had to like you said the people pleasing Mm -hmm. I felt like I had to be liked all the time me too. Yeah. In the past. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yes, in the past. So it was, I would go out of my comfort and out of my way and, and probably use up a lot of extra energy and deplete myself to make sure that I went, 
you know, the extra mile for whoever it was right. just to make sure that they didn't get mad me at me. Yeah, I yeah. used to too. I think it's very common for women, especially. Yeah. It's, I see it all the time still. Yeah. Um, but it also, it's interesting because it could also stem from um, when I was a kid, the kids in the neighborhood bullied me and, and one day they just stopped being my friend, a bunch mm-hmm. of them when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I found out later, I realized that I had been, I didn't realize this till way later doing yeah. work on myself, Yeah. but I had become a people pleaser and like attached, not attached because that's, it wasn't like a desperation, but it was like, I tried so hard to make sure I always had friends, even if I didn't all the way like them, because I was so scared of that happening again. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so abandoned, yeah. like feeling abandoned uh-huh. yes. and then latching on to people, even though they aren't healthy for you. Right. And then there's that saying that I said the other day and my kids laughed at me. They never heard of it. Uh, FOMO. Have you heard of that before? Fear of missing out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's like the old school social media term. Just kidding. <laughs> is that where it's from? I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I heard it. So I started using it, but it's true. It really is. There is an actual, it's a thing mm-hmm. having that fear of missing out. So you will just do whatever you can to fit in and be invited. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're going to go into um, six signs of toxic relationships or friendships. And so I invite you audience members and listeners to do, you know, see who pops in your head on any of these. And maybe you might need to kind of distance or triple arms length or just cut out those people. (laughs) We're not, Uh we're not, we're not making you, we're just making you, helping you to be aware of it. Right. Nobody's, we're not here trying to tell you how to live your life or, right. you know, anything like that. It's, we're putting out that disclaimer right now. We're yeah. not responsible for what you do after you hear this episode. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So number one, um, what to be aware of, the person takes over energetically and conversationally. Mm-hmm. And so basically it might be that you're with someone and you, their energy is so strong that, that, that maybe they have a negative energy, maybe they're a complainer and it's like this dark energy and you're like, oh my gosh, I just have to get away from them. Or conversationally, let's say you're in a group of 10 and it's supposed to be everyone hanging out and talking, but there's someone who dominates and ends up the whole time, basically that the whole thing is about them. That would be taking over conversationally. Yeah. And I know that there's like, there's people out there not going to say any names or anything, but there's people that, and I'm sure you have the same uh, situation where you kind of dread hanging out because you know that it's going to be about them. Overboard. And, yeah. Not reciprocal. Yes. Yeah. 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 So and that's that, hard. And that's, and it's like people need to, and you know what, maybe even some people will go, wow, I wonder if I do that. So it's good. Like for me, I'll look at it and go, okay, I'm, I'm very, I try to be very careful. I, I probably do mess up sometimes, but I try to be very good at building rapport and having a balance in conversations. Listening. And, yes. To, being yeah. a good listener. Yeah. Being a good listener and giving empathy when they need it. But you know, it's, it's great to be able to do that. But sometimes it is one sided, and then you get tired of it. Right, right. And that's why I think it is good to um, like, I'll go see, you know, even though I am a coach, I go see like a therapist healer. And talk like I'll just go sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I just get out whatever I need to get out. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's less likely for me to do that to someone else like I'm not gonna just like tell them every little teeny thing because yeah. I already got it out in my therapy healing session right know? right I think you, so I think that's a good recommendation yes that well you have this self-awareness that you know that you know it's not fair to dump on someone right 
Right. Okay. So. Okay. Next one. So they are jealous, competitive, or mani- manipulative, or blaming, passive, aggressive in a passive aggressive way. Mm. Yeah, I think everybody can. And sometimes we don't want to admit if someone we kind of know they're jealous, mm-hmm. and it'll come out in weird ways sometimes where you notice signs. You know, if someone's jealous of you. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it can be like I said, like said, just passive passive aggressive. You know, when they just say, you know, when I felt when when you did that, it made me feel whatever. And it's always like blaming. making us feel bad for the person for the person. And yeah, right. Blaming the other person for how they feel. It's always someone else's fault. Yeah, that's passive aggressive or um, competitive. I've noticed it's like they're trying to one up you like like if you say, oh, I went here and I won this award. They'll go, oh, well, you know, five years ago I won the top word in this thing you know like making it almost one-upping or competitive oh yeah so that's a red flag too Uh it's like not really being happy for your success they get a strange look on their face maybe Mm. (laughs) or they don't congratulate you yeah i think that's a big one just you gotta be careful of the the jealousy because that can usually can never work yeah so number three number three you're addicted to trying to fix them or overly people pleasing with them and you know what's interesting about this one is my ex-boyfriend that was way when I was way younger. Um, he had a lot of issues and he was really um, negative with me and, you know, verbally abusive. And um, I may I realized later doing work on myself that I had made it because I wasn't doing enough volunteer work or I didn't yet find my purpose or my calling. Mm-hmm. And it's funny what I end up doing later on in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my big passion to actually try to help people. But, um, and we're not even done so much more we're going to be doing. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, exactly. I, hope I'm helping lots of people, but, but, um, I was addicted to trying to fix him. And so Mm -hmm. even though he was treating me like crap, I was like, Oh, I can fix him. And I would read him excerpts from books and like try to make him go to meetings and things to like be better. And it didn't work because he didn't want to be fixed. Oh, I know. And then, but then if you couldn't fix him, you probably went to the next person to fix them. No, it, and it finally ended because then I met my husband now. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But if you have this need to fix, right. Well, then always, then I, found my calling yeah you know I actually started working in special ed that that helped a lot oh that was what I did first yeah Yeah. you got to use that energy for for right that's what you need is go do volunteer work don't you know especially if you're if you're with someone who's like you know a narcissist or a control freak or compulsive liar anything like that they can't be fixed almost never unless they're willing to go to therapy a ton (laughs) you know yeah but it's you know there's an, an another hand it's not our responsibility to fix. Right. They have else. to want to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So because I think that was, that's part of us wanting to be good enough and be accepted. So we would look for or attract ourselves to people who needed fixing. Mm, good point. And yeah. And we would use up a lot of that energy for the other people. But, you know, sometimes it's like an escape to not feel or look at our own personal issues. Yeah, that's a good point. So so those of you out there who are always trying to fix somebody, make sure your self is healed first. Yeah. Just ask yourself, why am I attracting these people into my life? Why do I want to continue to fix people? So, you know, we always have a part in every relationship, bad or good. Mm-hmm. There's always something to learn. 
Well, it's not saying some people. I mean, if it really is your good friend or somebody you're feeling called to, that's different. It's when it's like a, a constant thing and you're being mm-hmm. kind of abused by them in a way. Um, it just it ends up being very dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay. Next number five. You four. May, oh, number four. <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead. Okay. Uh, constantly judging or criticizing you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yucky. Okay. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I've had lots of that. But then, you know, there's there's two sides to that too, because I think um, we're also guilty of criticizing ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's a mirror. Yeah, it is. It is a mirror. So when we find that there's people that put us down, we might want to ask ourselves that too, is what am I doing to attract this energy? What are they showing me? Mm-hmm. So there's that, but then it's also not healthy. You know, when there's people constantly giving you, putting you down or giving you criticism. Right. Right. And there's, there's constructive criticism and there's just like abusive criticism. So mm-hmm. you have to be aware. What are you putting up with and how highly do you think of yourself if you are putting up with something like that? Yes. That's a whole other story. Okay. The next one is you make excuses for them and are always waiting for them to change. And they mm. never do. I guess I think sometimes people do if, they, if they're working on themselves or they want to work on themselves. But um, a lot of times it's, it's like, you know, going back to my ex-boyfriend, I remember I would always like I try to find the littlest things like, well, we went 10 days without arguing. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know, and I was like, there's hope. And it's like then it would go right back to how it was before, mm-hmm. you know. So I think um, I think a lot of times people know deep inside, but then they're making excuses, right? Yeah, and then again, always ask yourself why. Why am I asking or making excuses for this person? So it, there's always something. Like I said, there's always something to look deeper, you know, within yourself. So we don't continue to blame the other people for what we have going on. So, yeah, well, and also I thought of another one and you might have meant this when you said it, but you said that when, when someone's constantly criticizing or judging, then it's your, you're attracting it and it's your mirror, but it's also sometimes about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so maybe they're getting it at home. Like I notice with kids, sometimes they're getting it at home. They're having a dysfunctional time at home or they're getting criticized at home. So then in turn they go criticize or bully Mm -hmm. or be mean to another kid. Yeah. That's the bully mentality. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm um, sure we can go on and on about all of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so next one, you six. feel yeah, you feel low vibes, drained, sick, or lack of trust when with them and you're walking on eggshells. And that part of that's developing your intuition. Um sometimes that could be helpful cuz sometimes you the more you develop your intuition, you can literally just go, oh, I'm not supposed to be around this person. And you don't even know why, but you have to trust it. Oh, right. You can see also the, the little red flags and, and, you know, you feel like it, it bothers you a lot more than it ever did before. But they, that person didn't change. It's just you becoming more aware. Mm. Yeah. But uh, the walking on eggshells... Yeah, that's, that's one that I had a lot of. Mm. <laughs> but... Um, it's hard. It's definitely hard to get out of that, but it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good, but it's, it's challenging for you to be honest with yourself about, okay, this really isn't working. This mm-hmm. does not feel right, but it's so important to be in tune with your truth. It takes practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the trust one is really big because I'll, I'll often, you know, kind of make sure I'm working or, or being around people that are 
high integrity and, you know, now I'm way better at it, but like I was, it took a while. And so I would say, do I feel like I can trust them a hundred percent or do I feel maybe they're talking by my back or they would, you know, take like, but when I was younger, this one girl would like take guys I'm dating and like hit on them, like things like that, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. Um, just that kind of stuff. Do you feel like they could backstab you? Do you feel like, um, they're talking, you know, they're lying, making up lies about you. Who knows? Um, so if there is any element of not trusting, there's something off there. There's Mm -hmm. obviously something off there. And then what are you doing? Oh, I know. I know. So, but it's, I don't know. I think it's a matter of having enough courage to walk away Mm -hmm. with all of this, everything that we have brought up. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you know, it's great for you to be able to recognize all this, these signs, the red flags, but then it's another thing. And maybe it's another episode Mm -hmm. of how to get out of it. Yeah. And it's just about, it's, I think the the first thing is developing your confidence, um, healing any issues you have, and then it'll help you be in your power more. Yeah. And, um, and then you won't give away your power. Yes. And, and, uh, to add to that, I think it's about knowing your value and your self-worth and a bit, another big one. I might've brought this up in another episode, but it's so important that you know that you don't need to gain acceptance or approval from anything or anyone outside of yourself or yeah. love. Yeah. So if there are voids from your childhood, it's going to be something that you need to give back to yourself and not stay with these people who are toxic because they're temporarily giving you something you didn't have in your childhood. Yeah, I agree. And I think that um, if you still, if, if you're a recovering people pleaser or you want to you know, be addicted to helping someone or fixing someone, what you can start doing is practicing blessing them from afar and Mm -hmm. saying no. And it may feel really uncomfortable and you might feel even guilty in the beginning because you're so programmed and used to it. But if you start really visualizing, talking to them in a visual way, you don't have to literally talk to them and you can bless them from afar. That also works. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to be around them. Yeah. And if, if you're, this is what I always say, if you're feeling off, and not a hundred percent, it's better for them too, because it's yeah. not all the way real. It's not all yeah. the way solid. Yeah. If, if you're with them, if you're not feeling it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's the season right now. I think we're, many people are going through that shedding of toxic relationships. So. Yeah. Start. I mean, I think this is important because this is still January and we want you to be able to start the year different. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a new p- empowering you. And guess what? You probably will piss off some people <laughs> and you'll probably not be liked by everybody, but you have to accept that you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to have everyone like you. Yeah. It would, you wouldn't have time and space for everyone, you know? Right. Cause there's codependence right there. If you need your sense of self is attached to other people's lives or how they treat you, that's not, that's false. Right. So it's just about making sure that you own your own, um, goodness, your own worth, your own, everything, accepting yourself, all parts and, and then you will be enough. You will feel enough. Right. And then I think you will also attract healthier relationships. It changes. It really does. It yeah. changes. And um, you stop, you stop it. You actually stop attracting that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I have done a lot of research. I've worked with lots and lots and lots of women and done lots of women's events and workshops and retreats and stuff, masterminds. And in my research, what I found is that in general, about 95% of all women feel they're not good enough. 
and that's a big one. Number yeah. and another one, number two, would be that um, most women have only one or two really close people they feel they can trust, and the rest are just mainly mm-hmm. acquaintances or like somewhat friends. And then another one is a lot of women out there believe that they can't really be friends with women because women are cat doing catty things and dramatic yeah. things. And mm-hmm. you hear that a lot. And like, I don't experience any of that anymore because I've done so much work. And so it's worth it to do the work. Yes. Um, and then stop the beliefs that, that there's no good women out there. There's no good um, friends out there for you men out there too. Same thing. You know, um, it's more, you're going to attract by who you become. And so you become your best self, you'll start attracting the best people. Yes. Instead of, I think the opposite is um, when you complain or it's sort of like a martyr mentality Mm -hmm. when you are, you know, your comfort zone. And a lot of people don't realize that they stay in their comfort zone, even though they will say, no, I don't like I'm so unhappy here, but they'll stay in it because it's comfortable. It's all they know. It's familiar. Right. And it might be they, they're repeating something from the childhood, some imprint stuff. And it's, it, it's going to take some self-awareness to really understand that they can get out of that. But at the same time, they have t- to be responsible, I think, for their own healing and their own work. And a lot of times people will say, no, it's this other person's fault. Yeah. But it's not. Be accountable. And if you're unhappy and uncomfortable, do something different. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> I think that sums it all up for now. Um, thank you for listening. I hope this helped. I really want to hear feedback from you guys. And Eden does too. Um And I want to mention that stay tuned because in February we'll be having some interesting episodes with meditation um, and another one about um, someone is going to be doing a reading for us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking about what is the difference between a medium, a psychic, an intuitive, clairvoyant, clairaudient, that kind of stuff. So we're going to go into that kind of like a little debate almost. Mm -hmm. Um, So stay tuned for that. Um, We're excited to do a few more um, kind of spiritual consciousness type episodes. Yeah, that'll be really fun. And then I just want to let everybody know, remind everyone, if you're on our Instagram or if you're not, follow us because we have something fun that we've been starting. We started recently called Thursday Thoughts. And, um, and we want to shout out, we want to shout out to Skylar, (laughs) Skylar Sustin, because she's been doing all our PR and social media and Instagram and she's doing an awesome job. Yes. And she thought of this Thursday Thoughts with Evan, right? Yeah, I think... Was Is it? it? Was okay, it? with her yeah, boyfriend Evan, and he has a podcast. The rat, the 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 rat race, the race rat, race rat. Sorry, Evan, the race rat <laughs> podcast, and he's entrepreneur podcast. It's yeah, awesome. you guys should check that one out too. On all the same platforms that we are on. Yes. Um, Okay, so the Thursday thoughts, though, you guys go to that on Thursdays on our Instagram page, Talk Purpose and Truth. Ask anything, and you can ask questions about the um, most current episode or if you have questions about past episodes you can ask about that too so it's gonna be fun and we're gonna answer everything on the story story. we're gonna answer so just ask your questions on the story okay thank Thank you. you bye bye for more information on Eden go to edensustin.com For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. 
make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.